0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Amen. Peter said to Jesus, We have given up everything and followed you. What will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, you who have followed me in the new age, when the Son of Man is seated on his throne of glory, will yourselves sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses, or brothers or sisters, or father or mother, or children or lands, for the sake of my name, will receive a hundred times more, and will inherit eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. The most popular phrase in all of sacred scripture, i never forget this, it's it's a glorious phrase, is do not be afraid. It appears exactly 365 times. One time for every day of the year, of course. And to do not be afraid, and the reason why that phrase is, is, is so touching and powerful and something that always must remember, Is that God is our Father. I'm going to return to this theme for the rest of my years because everything is built upon that. Jesus reveals to humanity who God is. Because remember from all the way back to Genesis that's what the devil attacked. He destroys God's image of Father and rather than a father The devil tricks us to think that God is our enemy, and in order for us to be free, we must break apart from God. Jesus comes to restore the image of who God truly is. From that interpretive lens, God is our Father, rests the entire Christian life. And if indeed God is our Father, We have nothing to ever be afraid of in our lives. Because just like a father, God takes care of us. The saint we remember today proves this. When you read the history of the Catholic Church, you see how precisely our Father's providence is active in every single Epoch in history. Saint Benedict, born in the year 480. What is happening in the late 5th century? The Roman Empire has just collapsed. It officially ends October 4th, 476, with the death of the last emperor. Civilization is, is crumbling. As a young man, St. Benedict was born in a little town called Norcia, not too far outside of Rome. He goes to the ancient city to study, to university. And when he gets to the Roman city, by this point, it's the early 6th century, he's completely disenchanted with that place. It's worldly, debauchery, you name it. Again, remember, the Roman Empire is dying. And so disenchanted by the lives of the people that surround him because he's surrounded by corp, corporal people who care nothing about pleasure and greed, you name it, sound familiar. <laughs> and so he leaves the city of Rome, completely disheartened by that place, and he goes to a little town called Subiaco. It's about 40 miles east of Rome, and he goes up to the mountains of Subiaco where he finds a little cave. And in this little cave, he will live a life of total silence, of fasting, and of prayer. Because all he wanted to do was grow closer to Jesus Christ. And in this cave, his, this, this, rumors began to spread. That there's this holy young man in the cave of Subiaco, who's having this incredible encounters with God. He's giving this amazing advice. There's something different about this young man. And so all these different people started to flock to this little place in the mountains. And just to make a long story short, they would ask Benedict to write a rule of how to govern monasteries because they wanted to live with him and to live similar to how this young man was living. And so he would write what's called the Rule of St. Benedict. It is the rule that governs to this very day, the Benedictine order. And why do I bring all of this history up? Just because I'm a nerd? Absolutely. I love history. But here's what happened. again. Again, here's God's providence at work. The Benedictine order and their monasteries would spread like wildfire throughout Europe. These monasteries of monks, governed by the rule of St. Benedict, which he wrote, would become the seedbed of Western civilization. Because what did these monks do in their spare time besides praying and working in the fields? They took the intellectual property of Western civilization, of Greek and Rome, of the uh, and of the Bible, and they began to preserve it. They would write, they would spend their hours copying manuscripts, Therefore, passing it down from generation to generation to what would build now our entire civilization. It preserved what had collapsed and crumbled. And so God in his providence saw what was happening and he raises up St. Benedict to create the Benedictine order. Because without St. Benedict, none of, this would ha- none of us would even be here. Because God is our father. And I can repeat this story century after century after century of men and women he rose up. And if it's true on the, on the macro level, how much more true is it in our own lives? For God knows how many, head, how many hairs of our head remain. He cares for us more than he does the sparrows in the sky and in the trees. Do not be afraid, our Father is always at work and He will always care for us, even in the darkest hours.